0: coming to you live coast to coast so happy to be on the radio all over the country thanks to many of the great program directors that make it happen we're grateful to you also talkstreamlive.com that has sampled millions and millions of streams and now we are at the top of the list number one show most listened to on these streams and i'm very excited to be a part of that number one on the paranormal app which, which reminds me, you know, it's like we are not only the number one show being listened to on these internet streams, we're also the number one paranormal show. And we were discussing this today, you know, we have the, uh, the, the meeting before the show where we all get together, we're eating our food and we're sitting in the conference room, we're discussing some things. and Of course, 2022, we're discussing projects and plans and talking about, well, you know, what is the identity of the show? Because you know, we're, we're discussing how to market for 2022. And um, you know, we, we, we talk about conspiracy theory, we talk about paranormal activity, we talk about all the fun things. And so the discussion, you know, gets into the, you know, when people announce who I am, Clyde Lewis is this. Clyde Lewis has a paranormal talk show. Clyde Lewis is a conspiracy theorist. Clyde Lewis, well, and that's the thing is that it's hard to pigeonhole me into one particular area. So, uh, literally, they, they just seem to throw it all together in one thing. Parapolitical talk. Paranormal talk is what they say. And they say, well, what do you mean by parapolitical, Clyde? I get asked this all the time. And I say, well, parapolitical talk, if you want to know, in my definition, because I know there are many definitions, I say, my definition of the parapolitical is not talking about one side or the other side. Talk, what, what I like to talk about is I talk about the ponerism, Government, meaning that there's an organized evil, groups that get away with things, you know, the way we love to elect psychopaths. Psychopaths, you know, psychopaths, you know, psychopaths in places of critical decision making, psychopaths in high places. This is what I love to talk about. Or psychopathic behavior or crazy behavior. Right now, we're seeing a lot of irrational behavior. At 5% of the population, there are at least 16 million. Psychopaths in the United States alone. And most are, at first, effectively clinically undetectable from the main population. Now, the few who are incarcerated institutions and available as clinical objects of study represent the failed psychopath. The one who has been found out by the system is the failed psychopath. The successful ones are, well, the ones that get away with it, the ones that are getting away with their pernicious and predatory tactics on humanity and the entire planet. And the successful psychopath is the one that prospers, that continues to gain power. Money seems to always get the right positions. You know what I'm saying? 16 million psychopaths. That's 5% of the population, 16 million. Dynamics, ponerism, the study of evil, if there's a science to be had. And there's a lot of competition, obviously, for those who want your love. And there's a lot of chaos and a lot of greed and avarice. And, you know, ultimately, we tend to not see their destruction. Those who we see the destruction of, they're failed psychopaths. But most of the time, the true effect of the psychopath is to provide this cozy and safe environment. But you have to, uh, you know, you have to do something for them. I mean, this nurturing matrix they pretend to have. If you're on their good side, well, then they give you a nice little perverse idea of a, a mental ecosystem that you can feel comfortable in, that they can feel comfortable in. They tell you you're playing your part. And and if you play your part well, you get, a, you get a reward or a promised reward. Not always, you know, the reward isn't always what you think it is. It's like making a deal with the devil. When I speak of psychopaths, I'm sure there are plenty of images that run through your mind uh, of what one is. Uh, the creepy thing that that occurred to me is that while we have 15 million, 16 million psychopaths out there, we are completely unaware of how a successful psychopath operates. People only assume that psychopaths are always vicious or appear to be crazy. The truth is the successful psychopath blends in well. And finding a psychopath could be as hard as trying to find Waldo in one of those puzzle books, right? Psychopaths are compelled to acquire powerful positions and they often resist critique and scrutiny and develop a network of followers and disciples that are unaware that they are being manipulated. And most of the disciples are damaged goods, but not so damaged as not to carry out the wishes of the psychopath. Psychopaths succeed because they use many tools of manipulation. They use charm, intimidation, coercion, and sometimes violence in order to procure their position of power. A psychopath has a knack for glibness, a grandiose sense of who they think they are, a lack of empathy and a failure to be accountable or accept responsibility for what they do. Now, it would be an easy jump to say that all psychopaths become murderers. However, the degree of the disposition can lead to disregard for human life and from there we see the psychopath can act upon their desires to eliminate anyone or anything that gets in the way of their own power trip or eliminate people create uh, you know creatively eliminate people that they don't agree with they silence them they can kill them i mean that's a permanent thing but most of the time they find a way to undermine them or silence them it's kind of a, a cat and mouse game the question is though what happens to the psychopath that wants all of the power but wants to distance himself from all that nastiness of killing those who gets in the way. I mean, they have people that can do the work for them, that dirty work, you know. I mean, you can see a profile here, you know, the shaping up profile that can be compared to. Oh, I don't know. I, the only thing I can draw from is, you know, Dexter because I was binge watching that. But Liam and I now, Liam had this interest in seeing Breaking Bad. And not only were we watching it on our small screen, we had some friends who have a theater. We were watching it on a theater screen. We've been watching it, you know, sneaking in episodes before I go to work, sneaking in episodes before I go to bed. So we've been watching Breaking Bad. So I'm getting reacquainted with uh, this mild-mannered science teacher, Walter White, who basically evolves into a killer and drug kingpin. And, and it's, it's definitely, um, definitely a, a show where you're watching a successful psychopath. But then eventually, well, I don't want to give anything away. But I'm just saying, you know, he's a successful psychopath. A very well-written, very well-mannered psychopath, family man, and drug kingpin, who takes advantage of everybody around him so that he can always come up on top. Well, that's one example of a psychopath we love. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero